0: Welcome back to another episode of the Wretched Ramblings podcast brought to you by the CSPN. I am your host, Jeremy, and with me is...
1: It is me, Candace, a.k.a. Reclaiming My Wig, a.k.a. Intense Desire, a.k.a. We have to protect Maxine Walters
0: at all costs. Yes, and I am Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius. A.K.A. Issadure, A.K.A. Kurt Frost must die, A.K.A. Fuck Van, A.K.A. My freedom papers are in the mail. Um, you can find us uh, however you you can find us on our podcast network website at CSPN.us and click that podcast tab and click Ratchet Rambling, and you can also find us however you listen to your podcast. Um, through your podcast listening advice, you can just just search Ratchet ramblings and we will show up you um share the show, like the show, give us five stars, give us feedback, follow our show twitter at ratchet Rambling on Twitter and use the hashtag ratchet ramblings Pod when discussing the show because We had to put the pod in there because it's a a hotel-ass nigga that uses the hashtag Wretched Ramblings, and we don't want somebody that thinks that Umar Johnson can renew his PhD. Uh, So, um, also, thank you all for listening to the very first episode. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all for – thank you to everyone who tweeted the show the show page and who interacted with us when me and Candace took turns on um, live tweeting love and hip hop and Black Ink crew Chicago and that's what we gonna talk about today because basketball wilds is pretty dry. Um it didn't really didn't really give us much to talk about. It was pretty pretty it's pretty dry. Pretty barren. Pretty barren.
1: Pretty dry like a lot of that old ass vaginas. That shit is menopausal dry. Like teaching <laughs> Like do you suffer from vaginal dryness, dry? Like, are is are we okay? Like,
0: no, no, we are not okay.
1: Like, and I swear to God, they've been getting to one fight scene all season. Like, listen, Shawnee, if you if you ever happen to hear this, either bring the drama or bring some positive uplifting ass shit. Stop straddling the fence with it, okay? Either right, you, you- just let Evelyn beat Jackie Christie ass, or you gonna let them make up. Like, stop all this. One minute they cool, then they fight, and then they cool, then they... Like, just... Girl... That's
0: what we got Love & Hip Hop for.
1: God damn. Like, bring the heat. Like, you literally coming on after the most dramatic show on VH1, and you just... You just pussyfooting. Like, don't know with that shit.
0: Right. It's such a letdown, because it's like... It comes on right after Love & Hip Hop, and it's like you go... After. You go from such a... You go... It's like... It's like you go. <laughs> it's like you what go. You
1: go from you go from like like the hierarchy of ratchets, You go from like the crystal methyl ratchet down to some goddamn uh some regular ass weed ratchet. Like that's how I feel about basketball. It's
0: like it's like yeah. living like hip hop. Living hip hop come on first, and you go from like the Snoop Dogg of weed to the Shad mouse.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, and if that's the case, cool. But get that shit off Mondays put that on Wednesdays, move Black Ink back to Mondays, and let's fucking work.
0: Right. Or put it on Tuesday, because don't about to watch that shit on Tuesday.
1: Like, nobody gives a fuck about VH1 on Tuesdays. No. One soul. Not a... No, I don't even think VH1 give a fuck about VH1 on Tuesday. right. At at 8 o'clock at night, during primetime TV on a Tuesday, VH1 is showing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's that's how VH1 gives a fuck about Tuesdays. So, Move that shit off Mondays if you're not gonna bring the bring the drama for
0: real. Exactly. Um. But yeah, we got um. Uh, we got love and hip hop to discuss. Um. So, Candace, you you actually showed me something <laughs> today <laughs> that oh, uh, I think we'll get out the way first. <laughs> you want me to talk about it? Nigga, nigga, you brought it
1: up, shit. So, like I said, I am a kind of sewer. Of everything Ratchet TV. Like, if it has happened on any type of love and hip hop, I've found out about it. So one day this week, an article uh from the Jasmine brand, because she posts a lot of stuff regarding love and hip hop and ratchet TV. So the Jasmine brand posted an article and it says that Tierra Marie admitted on one of those behind the scenes type episodes of Love and Hip Hop that her ass implants were in fact leaking during the taping of the show, and she she said, I mean, yeah, my ass might have been leaking, but it wasn't no silicone shit. It was just fat leaking. My ass still look good. You can take that to the bank or some shit like that. Girl.
0: I'm trying girl. to figure out when the fuck does fat leak? Girl. Nigga, if your fat leaking, nigga, you gonna die. Like, what you doing? Nigga,
1: if your fat can leak, I need to be punctured immediately because I'm trying to get down to, I'm trying to have a video of vixen body, so I don't mind leaking some fat if this is the way that the human body is working these days. Like, girl, that thought wasn't leaking. That was plasma or blood all on the goddamn couches and shit. That is goddamn disgusting. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, yeah, we, we, like, the world, like, we have evolved so wretchedly that, remember back in the day people used to leave jerry curl juice on headrests. Yeah. Before, and ass plant juice on couches and chairs,
0: nigga. We, th- nigga, imagine cause you know, like back in the day, like when Big Mama had that plastic on her sofa. Imagine that shit. Imagine imagine her leaking on some goddamn plastic.
1: <laughs> that is disgusting. And what was what what made it even more hilariously disgusting is that the article says that on the show it was revealed that she's not the only cast member whose uh ass implants were leaking and leaving stains on the furniture.
0: Well, I can tell you one damn thing. I know the first person that came to mind is, is fucking Hazel Lee. I'll tell you that much.
1: Nasally, I know that goddamn nose was leaking. God damn, how you have rhinoplasty in your nose still ugly? Like, what did you spend the money on? Shit. Like, Shit. That Shit. bitch can sniff the cocoa. She can sniff the cocaine off a coca plant.
0: Like, niggas, so, she, she got that surgery and she... How you get plastic surgery and you... And you ugly. And you still ugly
1: ugly
0: like she, like she looked like she <laughs> like she looked like like remember on like uh remember on, on Game of Thrones when Arya would keep would keep the damn faces of the people she killed?
1: You you a terrible person.
0: Like <laughs> what? What?
1: Hazel Lee looked like Gonzo. I, why, all right. why could, like come on, come on. Like where's nanny bitch? Like, all like, right. like like where's animal? Go sit your Muppet face ass down somewhere. We gonna get to that later though, but yeah. So I found that to be really like disgusting, hilarious, hilarious at once. Like it, I don't know. I don't have any advice. I'm all about some good plastic surgery. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all about yeah. having the body you want and the and how you want. But good plastic surgeons are not having you out here leaking whatever it is that they put injected in there or whatever. It right. should not be leaking. So. Out.
0: We just want to reiterate: we are pro plastic surgery. Yeah, we I'm, are pro, I'm pro
1: surgery.
0: We are anti-leaking. we are we are anti leaking.
1: We are anti botched plastic surgery. Yes, yes. yes.
0: That, we we are pro pro, pro surgery, anti leakage and leaking <laughs> fat. That is we are we are anti weight. We are anti fucking up people' furniture. That's what we are.
1: Exactly, we are anti stain couches. Yes,
0: yes. We, yes. we we have a ban against uh, stains around this podcast. Oh uh,
1: The other part, the other thing. So Safari got blocked on my on my intense desire account, which I don't understand why, because I'm a huge Safari fan. Like I think he is hilarious. I even back to uh, when Meek and Drake was beefing. Like one of my most viral tweets was like, if Drake brings Safari out, I take my weave out and eat it or whatever. <laughs> 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 like, I always... With some form of fashion, I got blocked. But anyways, a, a tweet of his, like, sauntered down my timeline of him saying that he's ready to have kids and Nicki Minaj should have his kids and damn life is fucked up. But, hey, Niga, boy, nigga, if you don't get your old Hey Stranger face ass out of here, some goddamn weird leader. Oh, him.
0: goddamn. Oh, goddamn Hey Big Head ass.
1: Oh, oh, that's your little boyfriend face ass.
0: Oh goddamn! I see you on Instagram with your little friends, face ass.
1: Oh oh goddamn! Damn, you still looking good, face ass. Like
0: oh oh god oh goddamn! Hey, can I just come over and talk, face ass?
1: Oh oh, I left a pair of my socks over there. Can I come through and get them, face ass?
0: Oh, my Best Buy T-shirt still in the closet, face ass.
1: <laughs> oh, I let my magazine still coming the mail over there, face ass. Like sit down, nigga.
0: Speaking of, that nigga, nigga was leaking the, the tears of Carl Thomas on the goddamn timeline. Yeah,
1: speaking of leaking. Right. Leaking from his <laughs> eyes.
0: Right. <laughs> Look at him. He can't stop crying.
1: <laughs> like you you had to go back into the dating world and you realize that uh, it's a lot worse out here than your ex.
0: Right. Like he, that, that nigga is on like, uh, that nigga is on uh, shit, shit, shit. That nigga is on like track nine of like a genuine CD.
1: Yeah, because um, and would like it wouldn't be so I wouldn't be clowning him if perhaps maybe Nikki uh, did him dirty or something. But the their breakup is surrounded by his infidelity and Meek Mill telling Nikki about his infidelity because at one point in time Meek and Safari were cool and all this kind of shit and he pillow talked to Nikki that Safari had cheated on her multiple times. So good boy. Go eat the fur coats. Uh,
0: I I would say this one of the most Safari. We'll get into it, but Safari corny as hell. Uh, but he is he is entertaining. He for some reason he makes corny work. But I would never forget one of the most hilarious things I've ever fucking heard is when Safari said that Meek Mill could never match his dick print. That was one of the most oddest yet hilarious ass lines I have ever fucking heard in my life. I would never forget that nigga said that shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, like, it's crazy because, like, on Twitter, people be, like, chicks be talking about how, uh, attractive he is, and, like, he's not ugly to me, he just don't do it for me, like, like you say, he's, he's, like, cool in a corny way, like, that's how I see him, but yeah, he wanted to have a dick-off with, uh, (laughs) (laughs) a dick-off? He wanted to have a dick-off with Meek Mill.
0: What the hell is wrong with you? I'm just, you know. <laughs> Alright, I think that's the sign we need to move on. Because, um, <laughs> speaking of, one of the people that we're going to roast later on in the show is trying to have a dick off, and he don't have the range, but that's another topic for, we'll get into that later when we review that show. Um, So, nigga, 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 love and hip-hop Hollywood, Mona hit us in the face yet again with drama. With the
1: drama, with the drama,
0: right in woo! the fucking face.
1: got give it a Rick Flair woo. The way she be bringing the drama out,
0: like Mona, Mona Scott Young really might be one of the one of the best one of the best storytellers of our generation.
1: She really might give us some of the most poetic ratchet TV we ever want to see.
0: Ratchet Peace theater.
1: She like the Shakespeare of ratchetness.
0: Yes, she is like the. She's like she is like the she is like the Hemingway of bad weeds. That's enough. That's
1: too
0: far? Okay. Cool. All right. Um, uh, but okay, so 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 let's um I guess we could do it by individual storylines and shit. Um so somebody that I didn't know was still with us. Um, whatever target that Mona got Brooke Valentine out of. Um She got her out of a deals for less. Uh,
1: oh, that's enough. That's, enough. that's
0: dead enough. Ass, Hey, where the fuck did Brooke Valentine come from? Like she, I dead ass did not like, cause I know like we make that joke. Like it's so-and-so still with us. And you know, it, it's funny, but I dead ass legit did not know that Brooke Valentine was still with us. Like she, like when you say one hit wonder, and her hit wasn't really a hit. If you know what I mean, like, but talk about one hit wonders. I'm like, what tripped me out was that Brooke said I took vacation from my music to focus on other things. No, Brooke, you didn't take vacation. Your career didn't go no goddamn well. You have to, your career has to go places in order for you to take vacation, Brooke.
1: In order to take a vacation from a job, you got to have a job.
0: Exactly. Like you didn't, you, no one, you didn't go on vacation for music. Your music did not go anywhere. That's, and you went back to being manager at Ross. That's what you did, Brooke, back in time.
1: So <laughs> what's even worse is we get introduced to Brooke. Brooke is head over heels in love with a nigga that looked like juvenile with a boosy face. He, yeah, he looked like, like
0: he looked, he looked like if a Beatle Bull had like one of the starting haircuts you have on like NBA street.
1: He looked like his breath smelled like pillow slob. <laughs> what, the <fuck> is- hey. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? the fuck did you think of that? I don't know. I'm, I'm a I'm pillow a, slob. <laughs> what the fuck is- amazingly terrible person? <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> and you talk about me? <laughs> hey. Well, you know what? You know what? In fairness, in fairness, I did say if someone sucked Mimi's tears, they would get pulled Portland, and so It
1: definitely did. so, so-
0: that's that. So, yeah, so, we
1: introduced to an ain't the nigga name Mike
0: or um, I think it's Ireland or Marlin, something something to that effect. Nigga,
1: the nigga Rick well, name is married because the nigga. Mary,
0: well, <laughs> I was right. I was finna say it. Don't really matter the niggas married.
1: Name Matrimony. That's <laughs> what we calling the nigga the whole season. <laughs> they, we get introduced. This nigga telling Brooke they about to spend their life together. They about to do ABCD. Brooke go on the lunch date with the nigga mama. His your own mama says, oh, he's not ready to settle down with you because he ain't even divorced yet. Huh? What the fuck?
0: Right. like, her, How how your own mama tell... How your own mama tell... Which is essentially essentially your mistress, even though she don't know it. How your own mama tell you, "Oh, uh, you need to do your Google, sis, because this nigga married. Like, what? His own mama snitched on him. I mean, but in fairness, I mean, it's like, come on, dude, like...
1: Like my theory about some stuff like that is women just don't want to know because like you said that shit public information. Your marriage license is public information. Your divorce decree is public information. If you know the person's first and last name and who they was married to, or you can find it in the state where they was married or divorced. So, if she really wanted to know if that man was divorced, she could have found out for her damn self. She didn't want to. She didn't yeah. want to- the reality that she's just a mistress.
0: Yeah.
1: You gotta call it what it is.
0: Yeah, and we have another season of, of we have another season of Wifey Blue. Shout out to Jasmine.
1: Yeah. So it's obvious that Mona is turning love and hip hop into mistresses uh, anonymous.
0: Right. This is it's like a she's turning into like an, an AARP of like mistresses. She she's turning it into she's turning it into 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 in, 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 into some kind of support group for mistresses. Cause we had well, I would say this though. At least these, at least this mistress ain't ugly like like Tresha and um and Mariah.
1: Hey, Mariah still look like baby bot.
0: She, <laughs> and a
1: pretty woman, prostitute wig.
0: And she and she and she still got Stevie Day smell sideline.
1: I know Mariah looked like she smelled like a tampon. So like she smelled, she looked
0: like she she looked like her pussy smelled like a sponge.
1: Hey. Too far? One that you been washing dishes with.
0: Right. One that's the... She look like one that you know got that damn, um... That got that damn, that damn, uh... Shit. Um... That damn rust on it. You know, where you got to get the scrubbing pad. She looked like her pussy smell like one of those.
1: Oh, like a Brillo pad?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like her pussy smell like a Brillo pad. Her pussy
1: smell like a scouring
0: pad. Alright.
1: Amazing. Wow. Hey.
0: Like a smell... It like it like Mariah puts the smell like the underside of a tongue. Okay. Too, too hey. far.
1: Too
0: far. Okay.
1: time to uh, wrap it up
0: because you are uh, hey, hey, okay, but um, but yeah, so Brooke, Mar- so Brooke Maritime, Maritime,
1: <laughs> Brooke Maritime. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You <Hey, cute> wish. <laughs> right. Fish.
0: So Brooke Maritime is head over heels with a married yeah, with
1: a married man. Oh. Who, like, who's just now getting a paralegal to start working on this goddamn divorce?
0: Right. Just just hey, now.
1: hey, when hey, ladies, hey, y'all have to realize that married men will sell you any type of dream to <coughs> get pushy that ain't that ain't they wives. <coughs>
0: like,
1: exactly. A married man will tell you anything to get some new pussy out you. Man, please. If you if you don't want to be with somebody bad enough, kids, no kids, married, living together. You will fucking leave. Your happiness will not be worth it. Niggas, married men love selling their mistresses sob stories. My wife don't do this and she just don't understand me and I just don't do this and we not fucking. Well maybe y'all was fucking if you would wash the dishes sometimes. She's tired. She gotta right. come in, she gotta clean up after you and them badass kids. And then she gotta take care of herself. I wouldn't suck your dick either if I had to do every goddamn thing.
0: Yeah, a married a married nigga good for selling a woman a a a
1: a, a pipe dream.
0: Yeah, well she y- yes. Um, so basically, like it'll be like a married nigga trying to sell you like Commons old music. Hey, too far, too far. Hey. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah. So um. I think that's all for now for Brooke Valentine. Then we get to someone who she by the preview she gonna be fighting. So Keisha Cole and uh Booby uh. Let me listen before we even get into it. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now, Tierra Marie is is my problematic favorite, uh, with Masika being a close second. But let me tell you something. Keisha Cole look finer than is finer than Frog hair. You hear me? Keisha Cole got some amazing titties. Um, ma- listen, amazing. It's like I'm pretty sure her cleavage smells like. Fresh honey roasted, like, like I'm 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 pretty sure it smelled like the finest of the finest of butters and like fresh spring rolls. Is, know, hey,
1: Keisha Cole always been attractive though. That's never always.
0: A- she always been a fine Keisha ass hood rat. Keisha Cole know how
1: to get a. She know how to make a bop too. Like yes,
0: like we said last week, she got two platinum albums.
1: Yeah, and uh, the single that we heard on the premiere, "Love and Hip Hop," that shit kind of fire. I, I tweeted that I'm low key looking forward to her uh, to her new album.
0: Yeah, because it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Mary J. Blige, but for who it Rex.
1: But let me tell you something, hey Keisha, if I can ever get you to listen to this, hey, you're a better woman than I'll ever, 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 ever be when it comes to Daniel Booby Gibson. The fact that y'all are not together and that man is pretty much living under your damn roof and the reason he even made it onto Love and Hip Hop is because of you to even get a check. And that man has cheated on you repeatedly, lied to you repeatedly. Girl, and the fact that you ain't turned your back on him, listen, listen. I would snap my spine and have turning my back so fast on the nigga who treat me like that. i end up in a wheelchair I'd be turning my back so goddamn fast.
0: That nigga, look, first of all, I didn't even know that Boobie was still alive. I didn't know Boobie was still with us. Second of all, because I didn't know he was still with us, I didn't even know that him and Keisha separated. And I also didn't know that that nigga was cheating on her multiple times. Like, nigga, you... Listen, let me tell you something. It is... I won't, won't anybody listen to my voice. It is never okay and it is not right that he cheated on her or anybody cheated. It is not right, but nigga, it is fucking. Wor- you literally have no career, no, no, nothing without Keisha, and you dare cheat on her. Uh, let me remind you and reiterate: Booby only averaged like three, four minutes a game his whole fucking career. He was a professional bench warmer, and not even a good professional bench warmer. Like the all damn density of a of scrub to look up and have a woman like Keisha, and you dare cheat on her? No, okay,
1: what? I, I, I want I want this to serve as a statement to Kyrie Irving. He went, Booby went from going to the finals with the Cleveland Cavs to being Mary Poppins, all uh, right, to his wife. Like he literally went from. NBA basketball player making millions of dollars to being a house cat.
0: I uh, listen, Ky- listen, Kyrie gonna fuck around. Well, you know, Kyrie kinda touched anyway because he already think the earth flat, so telling you. Yeah, mate.
1: Boobie Gibson and I got that joke from my husband. He said he said Booby went from playing in the NBA to being a house cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man. One day, you, you got to convince Mike to get on the podcast one day.
1: I am absolutely going to convince him to get on the podcast one day because he is very, very funny. But, yeah, so when you treat people like shit, that's what happens. Because yep. now he is, he's at his wife's mercy. And, and like I, I said, just, I, just, I, just, snap, just. I snap every vertebrae in my back turning, turning my back on a nigga like that.
0: I want to know what makes him think that we want to hear him rapping. Like, nigga, you weren't even a good enough basketball player. What the fuck make you think we want to hear you rap?
1: Yeah, that is very wild to me. I mean, not to be funny, but what what make you think we want to even see your face without Keisha Cole?
0: I mean, honestly, like, I mean. Like, his
1: his scenes without her were very uninteresting. Nigga was just talking about how he, he a dog.
0: And pretty much, like nigga, like we we know, like <laughs> we know you a dog. So like, what you like? I don't I don't understand, like what is? I don't understand what's going on here. Um, so but yeah, that's setting up. I think that storyline setting up pretty nice because, like I said, they um the way it's probably is is setting up is like Booby Booby gon' uh no Brooke Brooke gonna leave her married nigga and get in get in in it with Booby and they going to fight, and it's going to be a girl fight, so that's setting up pretty nicely. So, l- l- f- listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. The other person that is, is putting up in my power rankings for how fine they is, listen, let me tell you something. I don't give one flying fuck if Masika got work done or not. Nigga? Nigga, when I tell you Masika is thick as a goddamn brisket, let me tell you something. Look, hey, listen.
1: thick. said thick as a goddamn brisket
0: hey, hey, let me tell you something let me tell you something she, Masika, look nigga, you see in her confessionals nigga, like I said I don't care if she got work done or not I don't care if she naturally snapped back after the baby, I don't give one flying fuck, that woman fine as fuck to me yeah, she look good this season, yes she does Yes, she does. I know she's a little subconscious about what her surgery she got done. I think her nose. But listen, Masika, if you ever listen to this, let me tell you something, girl. Listen. Listen to me. You are thick as trying to get through traffic in New York City. Okay? Okay? I love you. God damn it. You're she fine is as hell. Attractive, but the, she, a, she, she pussy, though. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, yeah.
1: she pussy. Yeah. She, she talked too much to never show up to... uh. Make good on all that shit she be talking. Masika, Masika, you gotta stop writing checks that you know them uh, injected lips and in that ass cannot cash. You a pretty girl, be pretty. You ain't no fighter. It's proven. Hazel Lee then got you uh, two or three times over, and it looked like you gonna get got again this season. Stop all that uh, thumb thugging that you do on social media, because now Fetty Wap, ex-girlfriend, want to put them paws on you. Yeah. y'all
0: really fighting over a nigga with one eye? <laughs> no, speaking speaking of fighting over some worthless niggas, okay, listen to me. I know Tara Marie, batshit crazy. She, she, she my problem my I know she batshit crazy, but let me tell you something. Hazel, I mean, Masika, she, she, she ain't about that life. I will give you that. I will, you have an argument for me there. But Hazel E. crazy ass is she flip-flopped more than Mimi's lesbian relationships because how the fuck you just last season, when you went wherever you went, got your nose broke, Tiara was there for you, helped you, gave you a roof over your head. All of this was just last season. Her nose so big she probably could have lived in her nostrils. God damn it, Candace. All of this is last season. Tiara was there for you. How the fuck you flip-flopping on tiara this season over fucking youngberg from season one who didn't claim you how 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 you alleged how you gonna flop on tiara marie and have beef with her again after y'all squashed it and like i said tiara was there for you in your time of need how you gonna Flip on her after a nigga who didn't even claim you said you hurt him and Tiara allegedly missed around. It in the words of our friend XD, beautiful individual that creates haters. But bitch, are you okay? What what? What? What and what how what? How, He's Hazel? Not how? okay. How? Not okay
1: because that season Tiara Marie turned Young Bird down. And he said on the reunion. So the fuck are you mad at Tierra
0: for? Like, what? Alright, just, uh, whatever, Hazel. Also, Hazel is, I, I don't know if this is Mona doing, um, but for, first of all, the way Hazel came in on that goddamn helicopter, that shit was extra as all hell. <laughs> that shit was so fucking extra. But second of all, <laughs> I, and I and maybe I'm wrong about this, it's only been the first episode, but I think Mona... Or, or either it's Mona's doing, it or shit. Maybe it's Hazel, her own self doing it. But I think Hazel is gonna be the Jocelyn of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, where she get in a fight with everybody and burn bridges with everybody, um, over the most asinine shit. Yeah, she already talking about she the queen of Cali,
1: and like nobody knows who she is.
0: Right, right. So she's 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 she's, she's trying to be the Jocelyn of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood this season but but other but she's like she, she trying to be Jocelyn but she don't have Jocelyn personality so it don't work it's like she's like like she's like the oldest um Jocelyn so you know like the store brand Jocelyn of let's let's keep that also
1: i mean sometimes Jocelyn looks a little masculine in the face but hazel is ugly yeah looks like a garden gnome
0: she got it. She looked like she looked like one of the she looked like one of the gargoyles in Batman's Left from the Animated series.
1: Hazel looked like she eat her boogers, so that's all I'm gonna say about
0: that. Okay, I think we can move on. Um but uh so speaking of Masika not being about that life, so Masika 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 <laughs> Masika, that other girl, um, and fucking She's so insignificant, I can't remember her name. Uh, so, I'm going to the other girl and fucking zesty ass Zell go to the goddamn event and have on fucking headphones.
1: <laughs> so, that was the hey, shit. First of all, Zell is, uh, I. they briefly like touched on it, but Zell is Tierra Marie's cousin according to him.
0: Mm, I didn't even That's catch that.
1: He comes in at. Him and Tierra Marie are close. Mm. Bill made a statement that let me know he was really about that life. That man said, "Sometimes, I, if I see a hot dog, I eat it, but sometimes I like tacos too." <laughs>
0: listen, for, listen, you can, listen. A nigga that dressed like Cameron ain't got shit to lose. With the with the nipple out though, with he the, had the nipples out. He had the nipple. <laughs> take the top off the titties out. <laughs> 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 he did but no, he Zell, Zell is gonna I can already tell Zell is gonna be like the male card card of this of uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Because like you can already tell he gonna be a messy bitch that left drama. But, but that nigga <laughs> When he told, what he told Hazel or whoever the other girl he threw the drink on, he was like, "I, I, um, I don't do magazines, but I read a bitch or some some shit." He said, "Yeah, I like, you zesty ass." When nigga.
1: he said, "When he said it smelled, they smelled like plastic." I like lost, lost my mind. He said it, smelled like, <laughs> it smelled like it smelled like plastic surgery. I a
0: nigga, a, 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 look, a nigga that looked like the zesty cousin of Julio Jones reading you for filth, like. Okay. I, I was like, okay, Mona. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> nigga, 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 he look, Zell, Zell look and dress like that one uncle that's a Kappa, but don't want you to know he's a Kappa. Candace, you still with us? Mm, I think we lost Candace, y'all. Yep. I think we lost Candace. Damn. Okay. We got her back.
1: Yeah,
0: so, but yeah, let's end that part
1: out. Uh, they all look like I don't know. He's very forthcoming. I like I'm like I'm interested in this storyline because they also bring in an, um an, um a, another uh, a gay guy this season who and they's gonna be fighting and throwing plates to uh, a spring rose and shit. I, my body is so ready.
0: Yeah, like,
1: the food yeah. lover in me and the ratchet in me seeing niggas throw plates of food. Oh, I cannot goddamn wait.
0: Yeah, and then I tell you this much. I tell you this much. Uh, whether I tell you this much, just because Zell is by, or you know whatever his you know sexuality, because, you know sexuality is fluid. Uh What I tell you one goddamn thing, he bought that life because in one trailer you see he rushed that over nigga and he rushed that nigga like uh, he got. No, nah, like, is
1: the part that was hilarious. He was like the other the, the other guy was like, "You are you're an animal." And Zell was like, "What kind of animal am I?" And he was like a Tasmanian devil. And Zell was like, "Well, since you put it like that."
0: And rushed the nigga, I was like, "Hey, man, nigga, he rushed, he rushed that nigga like, got down Von Miller. I damn near fell off this bed. Hey, I was on
1: the floor.
0: I'm ready for that shit. I'm, so you, you know, Zay, Zay, Zay might be missing, but Zay might be missing, but he he bought that life. He 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 rushed that nigga like got down the White friend in his prime. I was nigga, I I I, I let out a, a, a hard ass holler, um. So speaking of speaking of you know being on the um, LGBT Q spectrum, so um and speaking of sexuality being fluid, so um, Monice is um, dating AD, which who um is a, a a lesbian woman, and I'm gonna tell you right now, um I don't even know much about AD character, but I'm gonna tell you right, goddamn now, nah, she automatically deserves better than dealing with Monice crazy ass because monise is crazy as putting on two left shoes.
1: Yeah, so monise is dating Justin Bieber. All right, okay. and <sighs> actually, like you said, I actually agree. Like, I've never seen very much good of monise so I'm I'm kind of with you. Like, this um, the uh, the individual she's dating um, because I, I'm saying individual because I don't recall if Ad refers to herself as a uh, he or she. So I don't want to I don't want to do that but he uh, deserves much better than Moniece, and I feel yeah. like she gonna end up... Well, Moniece wrecked every relationship she has. so I, I don't... I was know about to say, her.
0: so I, I she, feel she like...
1: She up every relationship, so I feel like it's coming.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like Moniece gonna be end up playing with their heart and they don't deserve that. Like, like she... she Moniece dated fucking rich dollars, for crying out loud. Rich fucking dollars. Like, yeah. nobody... Nobody deserves anybody that dated rich fucking dollars. No. Now, right. No, um. So let's see. I can't. Um. So um. Did Nikki Baby have anything in this episode? Nah, she just still talking about how
1: much money she got while looking like a bowl of Tupperware. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you?
1: Like I'm, all, like I said, I'm all about good plastic surgery. But when you start to become unidentifiable and you start looking like storage containers like you you on the wrong path with it
0: yeah you been you you leading the straight at that point uh
1: nikki anyways, nikki baby is very uninteresting to me like yeah. last year she like came she identified herself as bisexual and her storyline was still supremely fucking boring like she didn't even look like good kissing another woman like she looked she's a smooth fest all around
0: so. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Like she's dating, she's dating a woman, and it's like, this but it's like, like who? Because, because you know, um, it's it's not, it's like who? Like her whole thing is like, you know, that thing with her and Safari and Safari were on the fucking threesome and shit, and like it was like I, I wanted and like first of all, Safari, why the fuck you listening to Ray J about anything? Like what the fuck you doing? Um, uh, but that, like Nicki, anything dealing with Nicky Baby is just she's so like you said, she's so boring. It's like. Why, like
1: yeah, she dry her whole personality dry
0: yeah her her personality dry, her wigs be dry, like her fights be dry, it's just she's just a, a Sahara desert of mediocrity, pretty much, yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything I can't think of anything else um off the top of my head um if we if we think something else, we'll get to it, so black and crew, Chicago,
1: Woo! hey,
0: Woo!
1: I just want hey. Hey, Van, you slug neck ass. Don't know what ETA mean. Can't nod your head up and down. No neck having ass nigga. Hey, fuck Van.
0: Fuck. We here at the Ratchet Ramblers podcast would just like to say fuck Van. Cause that nigga if if you ever if you ever wanted to know if you have been on social media and, and quote unquote black Twitter for any length of time, you have often been you have often seen the term referred to as Twitter niggas. If you ever wanted to know what the fuck a Twitter nigga is, look at Van from Black and Crew Chicago. He is a prototypical Twitter nigga.
1: Yeah, Van is fucking terrible.
0: He is absolutely trash. Old Benzino built ass. goddamn damn uh, bag of laundry uh, built ass. Old oh, goddamn, uh oh, goddamn sh- uh, 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 uh Goddamn stack stack of plates built ass. Oh, I can't. T- or oh, I can't. uh shoulder lean and I can't even dance. No faced ass. Oh, goddamn Pillsbury doughboy faced ass. Oh, 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 over emotional faced ass. Oh, goddamn Tyrese brain having ass. Oh, what? Oh, what does Pit Mazi mean faced ass? Fuck Van. Fuck Van. Fuck that nigga. He is fucking trash.
1: A van built like a shiitake mushroom. Uh, so, hey, hey, listen. So, I be, I, hey, come on, you don't act like he not built like a, a a dried up chicken cutlet.
0: That nigga built like a goddamn deep fry.
1: So I'm gonna. Before we go on to the other parts, because a lot of the shit was funny, but this part was serious to me. If people don't see your vision, you have to let them go. Mm -hmm. Period point blank If you have a vision for yourself A vision for your family And you trying to achieve that vision And the people that's surrounding you Don't share that vision Don't want to help you achieve that vision Don't want to achieve anything In addition to your vision They have got to fucking go Yep Van is dead weight
0: Literally and figuratively
1: Yes fat bitch Van is dead weight And and like I, I mean that like Shout out to Ryan. Um, I plug the show to Ryan. I'm gonna keep plugging it to him when we uh, when, I, when we live tweet uh,
0: Black Ink. Shout out to fucking Van. Shout out. Listen, listen, listen. I listen. Judge me, judge me. I don't care. Listen, listen. Ryan. Ryan is goddamn militant, light skins at it. Okay, he is goddamn. He 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 is taking glow up and boss up to a whole new level. And I, I am gonna goddamn stand for stand for Ryan. Goddamn Ryan. Hey hey dog. Hey hey hey. This is Jeremy. Hey. If
1: we can, we got to get you on the podcast, Ryan, because we yeah. have some questions. And yeah, we're I've gonna been,
0: interview you, Van.
1: I've been watching since the first season, so I'll, I'll catch you up real quick, Jeremy. Last season while Van was in jail, there was an episode where Ryan is like, um, Boofrent hasn't been being paid. Like people haven't paid Boofrent for a year. Charmaine's supposed to be the shop manager. She's not collecting Boofrent. She's not collecting Boofrent and paying shop bills and keeping a shop book budget and doing the bookkeeping. That's what this, that's what the shop manager should be doing. So, Fast forward to this new season with this whole, we made Black Ink, we made 9Mag, we, we did this, we did that for 9Mag. How? Y'all not even paying y'all goddamn boo-friend. Y'all not even upholding y'all end of the bargain. This man been letting y'all tattooing 9Mag for goddamn free and treated like a goddamn hangout spot.
0: Right, All all that family shit and keeping it in the family, but y'all ain't like acting like a fucking family.
1: But y'all not paying y'all, y'all not holding up y'all end of the bargain. Y'all not carrying y'all own fucking weight. Like, I don't like people that want to ride on your back when you grinding. And And we said this last week, you get an opportunity to be on a reality TV show that is doing well, that's doing multiple seasons, that's being renewed. You keeping your job, you keeping your check. It becomes your responsibility to create opportunities from the big opportunity. There are opportunities. Everybody, a lot of the cast is fucking doing something. Cat went and opened her own shop. Charmaine is a radio personality. The nigga Ford is rapping. Goddamn Don is arguing with Ashley. But <laughs> you can't even come up with a lie. <laughs> 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 You, you, it's, <laughs> hey, it's like you. Hey, it's yeah, like you, I, I wanted to, but then I was like, "Nah, fuck it." But hey. then, even if you look at Black Ink, uh, New York, you look at—I mean, even though Puma is not on the shop no on the show no more, he went and opened his own shop. Uh, the chick, uh, the gay one that left the shop with Puma—I can't think of her name. Sassy, Sassy is even—you know—doing her own thing. Uh, the dude walks. He went up. He went out and started a photography business. And Scott flipped it into hosting and shit with Doctor Miami. And you know Duchess, of course, didn't get that Carmax endorsement, but she opened up Pretty in Ink. The door, the reality TV door, is only the first one that could open for you. You could open up plenty of the doors for yourself once you get that notoriety. Van big ass Ryan can't strap your big ass to his back. How are you supposed to fuck that pretty ass uh, girlfriend of his? If his back hurt because he carrying your dead weight, no neck, having ass. Like, first are of, you fucking first, first kidding me?
0: First of all, if, if Ryan tried to do that, he would fucking die. That's 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 number. That, number
1: that, yeah, that's the that's the first thing. Ryan would become a quadriplegic. Right. Whatever. But the other part is, how the fuck do you have all this time to fuss and fight with goddamn Ryan over a shop that your name not on, and your goddamn daughter getting a in biology.
0: Right. If you and first of all, if if you if if Van Fat Ass wasn't a goddamn wasn't a, yep. so much of a goddamn jailbird all the time, maybe he could help his daughter with with her goddamn homework and studies in biology. Van, Van, you fat ass, fucking deadbeat ass, fucking father. Fuck Van.
1: First of all, ain't no way in hell your daughter should be getting a in biology when you built like an amoeba. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the shit, hell is wrong with you? Hey, that shit really bothers me because I understand. I'm not a business owner. Make no, make no never mind about
0: it. <laughs> hey, <But> I, hey, <laughs> hey, wait. That nigga built like gluco, uh, glucose.
1: <laughs> that, nigga yeah, built... That, nigga, that nigga is built like some type of biological reaction. That nigga, that that nigga that is built like osmosis. That nigga... <laughs>
0: That nigga, he built, he he built like, he built like a single cell organism. Exactly.
1: Like I like I understand. Like Ryan realized that he hadn't established boundaries. I think he realized it more so after seeing last season and all the disrespect that people was bringing in and out the shop. He realized that he needed to s- establish some boundaries because yep. he was not going to be able to run a successful business. As long as everybody think they could come and go and do it, do as they please. Kat went and opened up her own goddamn shop and art studio upstairs, and got mad when Ryan told her, "If you're gonna, if that's what you're gonna do, get your stuff out the booth, go upstairs and run your own shop. Let me get somebody in here who want to work and pay some <laughs> booth rent." She was furious. Van was Van Big Ass was in jail most the last season. Get out. They keep running the shop? You don't run shit, like Ryan said. Your name not on the lease. My nigga Ryan changed the locks on them doors and Van broke in the shop with his big musty ass.
0: Nigga, this nigga want to go back to jail so fucking bad. I want... Ryan, Ryan again, for... Hey, hey, Ryan, hey. It's... Hey, 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 dawg, hey. Like, if you ever in Atlanta, like, if I got it, like, I'll buy you a drink or something, dog. Like, it's on me. Like, if you listening to this shit, like, you you, you do you, do you man. You Hey, hey dawg, hey, hey, hey. All about it, it's it's bromance going on here. Oh, uh, but listen, Ryan changed the locks on them goddamn doors, and Van 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 fantastic built ass broke into the goddamn shop. I hope Ryan press charges on his ass. I really fucking do. Call it petty or what? I hope I hope he press charges because fuck man, like you, you fucking dumbass, you fucking dumbass. It is not your shop. It is not your. Speaking of, he, speaking of because he ain't he the most stupid, but he ain't the only one that got issue with it. It ain't Van shop. It ain't fucking Charmaine shop. It ain't fucking Danielle shop with her stupid ass. It ain't none of y'all shop. Ryan name on the motherfucking bill, nigga. Like the fuck he taking over the shop? His own shop?
1: What? Right? They was like, how Ryan just trying to control, take over the shop and control everything? A duh, bitch. That's what business owners do. Your yes, yes, shop. Are you okay, Charmaine? No, the fuck you are not okay. No, the fuck you are. Charmaine has a gig as a radio personality. This bitch has a guest in the studio. Her boyfriend comes in for a romantic lunch date, and she starts tonguing her boyfriend down in front of the guest and get caught by the uh, by the radio manager. Bitch, hey.
0: Right. Are like you
1: Yes, you are. Are you yes, okay, Charmaine? Works. No, you're not.
0: You, she, she is not. Yes, the folks. She is retarded. She is not okay. Her brain cells are shrinking from the front closure on her weed because. What
1: what makes you start tonguing your boyfriend down in front of a guest on the show? At work. You at At work. Place of employment. At your job. Are you? Are you fucking? You are not okay because no. The folks. She is not. You're not okay.
0: No, no, she is not.
1: You're stupid.
0: She is, not, listen, I'm telling you, the, the closure on her wig is causing her, causing her brain cells to shrink. It's science. Write that down.
1: Dude, Charmaine is a dingbat, and that shit is so annoying. It George, is. so but, but,
0: nigga. Funny. Did you see? The, nigga, did you see when she tried to teach the new receptionist how to twerk, nigga?
1: And she, and she ain't had
0: nothing to twerk. She had, for, she had nothing to twerk, and she had the rhythm of 50, the 53 percent of white women that voted for Trump. Oh, that's
1: okay. Jesus,
0: too far. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like nigga, everybody, every everybody that. I is...
1: may do twerk like her back itching.
0: Yeah, she. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> she. T- <laughs> she, t- <laughs> she. She. twerk. She twerked like. She twerked like somebody slapped her back.
1: Hey, go. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: go ahead, man. <laughs> Too, okay
1: <laughs> Listen. Uh, yeah I don't know Charmaine is an idiot which brings me to the next idiot her cousin Danielle okay let me tell you something best friend mother father sister brother grandmother in-laws do not care do not hop on a plane and pop up at my goddamn house do not
0: when you just got fired.
1: pop up my fucking house when you could have just texted me first and think I'm going to drop everything I have going for you.
0: Danielle don't, was... De-
1: hey, listen. Don't play yourself.
0: Danielle was dead ass cop blocking.
1: Danielle was being a hater hoe, not a greater hoe in your own words. Like, yeah. she was she yes. was, she was, was not. She was being fucking obnoxious. Yes. You know, Kat got her a new little zaddy. And he, like, tall and chocolate. And he want to kick it. And he nice to Danielle. And he laughing at her corny ass jokes.
0: Look like he got and, all his teeth.
1: They in the club taking shots of Patron. You know how to, you know the Tron get you gone, right? Right. Proven Danielle looking lonely as fuck. Like it's not other men in the club. Cat right. Kissing up on her new little zaddy. They get to kissing. Danielle storm out. Cat, <laughs> cat come out find her. She mad at Cat. Talking about you should have, you should have been there for me, bitch. I let you in the door, didn't I? Right. Spend the night, didn't I? You eating right. the damn food, ain't you, girl? Good fucking bye.
0: When you don't have no fucking job. Like, she was caught blocking so fucking hard. Like, nigga, she was like, she was like, you, she was like, she was like, cat, like, I popped up. I, I got fired and I popped up on you without wanting a whole ass of uh, a fucking cross country flight popped up unannounced because I because my dumb ass got fired. And you should listen to me, and 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 listen to all my problems. And you should put your boyfriend on pause because you should be word about me and a fucking club, and stop. And, and you should drop, you should you should drop drop the dick you probably get tonight, and think about me and my feelings. And you are selfish because you should be paying attention to me.
1: First, okay, first then, first yeah. of all, I'm trying to understand. Listen, anybody in a relationship, married, not married, living together, shagging up whatever you want to call it. When have you ever just hopped on the goddamn plane and ran away from your life, with a person you living with and tried to stay and tried to stay where you was at. Like it was okay. Like two plus two, not equaling four with Danielle. I don't think her and Terrence is together in this season after the miscarriage and my condolences to Danielle for the miscarriage that she, she spoke about openly. I know that was hard for her to deal with, but, Somebody just dropping their whole life because even if you got fired, you still have a significant other in a home. You just dropped everything and ran away from home.
0: Yeah. And I think I I think back to something you said when we uh Yeah, they uh the last episode that you think that I I still think you said this and I agree with you. I still think she wants Cat to um, give her a job, and she even wants Cat to do one or two things. She wants her to get her a job in LA so she can stay, or she wants Cat. And I think she said this in this this episode. She wants Cat to move back to Chicago.
1: Yeah, Van called Cat, talking about everything falling apart. She need to come back and save Nine Mag. Nine Mag, not Cat shop to save. Nine right. Mag don't need saving. You just need to go open your own fucking shop since you feel right. like. Like if you feel like you made all these people feel like they made nine mag, well go make another one. Let Ryan right. have that one then.
0: Right. J R the only one that got some goddamn sense.
1: And the uh and the receptionist and, you and know receptionist. This, every time you see the receptionist she working.
0: Right. What a concept, Danielle. She's actually working. Imagine a receptionist that actually is working instead of calling her boss a pussy. What a concept. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Jr. I mean, yeah, Jr. Like he, 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 he fought Van. And he tried. He, he, he tried. He fought the good fight. He tried. Um, Van. I will say this though. I will say this. Uh, Van was breathing heavy. Was sweating heavy as fuck. Oh goddamn. Uh, uh, um shoulder bus. Built ass fucker. Fuck Van.
1: Van sweated enough gravy to put on the plate of oxtails.
0: He, okay. Oh, All right. Hell he built like a plate of oxteal shit. Yeah, He's
1: definitely built like an oxtail. Oh. He built like a neck bone. Oh
0: god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey. What is it was one listen. Hey, what we need to start to go me for Don and Ashley to get divorced.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Them, mother, <laughs> them motherfuckers them motherfuckers <laughs> are more l- l- listen, Don and fucking Ashley are more volatile than the goddamn Lannisters from Game of Thrones.
1: I cannot think of two people who needed to be married less than them.
0: Like it is like how how you how you how you argue how every time we are introduced to you as a couple you always argue always it has never been a goddamn scene and I caught up on um most of the scene like I said this is my first season watching Black on uh, Crushago for the show but I caught up on most things I didn't catch up catch them on everything but I caught up on most how you how you as we introduce you as a couple every motherfucking scene you fight. You was they was even fighting at their goddamn wedding. wedding
1: day. Hey my nigga, they they had a drag out on their wedding day. Like I can't think of two people who need to be married less than Donna Ashley. Like every, we might have every, to pass the collection plate so they could get divorced because it's like
0: it's like watching a male and female DMX just yell at each other.
1: Like <laughs> Lord knows that I think a lot of men are trash or whatever and I and I do fully understand that Don has wholeheartedly contributed to Ashley's insecurities in their relationship because of all his infidelities and all his lying. Agreed. However, you you are basically saying that I want to forgive you and I want to move past this when y'all take a vow of forever. Once you married that man, that was you saying, we can work past this, we can move forward, I am going to work on trusting you, and etc. etc. That stunt that she pulled at the anniversary party was childish and insecure. And her friend checked her about it, and she still sat her bad wig wearing ass on that couch and blamed that whole situation on Don.
0: Yeah, that was very tragic. That was very That, that was very immersive.
1: That bothered the complete fuck out of me because everything was going smoothly. At that anniversary party, aside from Ryan and, and Built Like a Van,
0: <clears throat> fighting. That, that might be the damn show title, Built Like a Van. That might be show title.
1: <laughs> Everything was going smoothly. Everybody was enjoying themselves before Ashley went on her insecurity spree. Yep. So for her to sit on there and talk about it's your anger, it's your actions. Your actions led to his anger. Own that, sweetheart. Loosen that wig. Loosen the chin strap on that wig and on that, you facilitated that situation.
0: Yeah, she definitely did. Like, it was so fucking unnecessary. Like I said, we all need a friend like Ashley's friend who wasn't for the fuck shit. We yeah, all need that. So, thing.
1: Ashley and Don, take y'all motherfucking monkey, musty, mustard asses to Target and get some matching picture frames. All the picture frames on y'all wall is made out of a different wood. Y'all is so goddamn musty for that. Go get yeah. you some picture frames and they all got the same finish on them. God damn.
0: Don't make no damn sense. She talk
1: about her taste expensive. How your taste expensive and you can't even get picture frames with the same finish on them to put on your family picture wall? na Tell musty ass on somewhere?
0: How you trying to quit your job and y'all don't have matching picture frames? Like, how that work?
1: How you trying to quit your job and your wig's always leaning? Her
0: uh, wig. Her Her Her, her, leg, her, her, leg. her, leg.
1: her <laughs> look like a leg. Her <laughs> wig look like a prosthetic leg. Look like a, a shit from a Christmas story. A
0: her wigs be her wigs be leaning like an anime character when they' about to die.
1: Her wigs is fucking terrible. Her like the scalp on them wigs just fucking do me in every time. But every scalp, time is the scalp on your wig made out of uh, silicone? What the fuck?
0: Listen, I'm <laughs> telling you. So, I'm, listen, wig. I'm telling you something right, goddamn now. Uh, if they start making silicone wigs, I'm gonna be ready for the rapture.
1: Listen, if you could take your wig off and treat it like a basketball. This shit just bouncing like a ball, and you could bounce it on your goddamn head. The imagery of that is tearing me a fucking part right now. <laughs> 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 hey man, get yeah. I think I think that's I think that's we pretty much covered everything, right? With- <laughs> um,
0: yeah, for the yeah for the most part, that's about it. Um, like I said, basketball wise, didn't really. Give us, you know, anything worth mentioning to...
1: I'm so sick of Jackie Christie. I wish she go throw on her strap-on and fuck Doug and get off this goddamn show, because Jackie Christie cry every episode because she wanted to fight somebody and don't ever fight no goddamn body.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Who who was it that said they wanted to fuck somebody's daughter? Who was that?
1: Jackie said Evelyn wanted to fuck her daughter because she obsessed with her.
0: I, I, I think that might be when I cut the episode off, because I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, Christy I'm like, we
1: weird, and she got me blocked. Fuck you, bitch.
0: Because I'm like, we are just off of the season of Jocelyn making some saying some outlandish shit about Eva ab- about Stevie J and and uh um,
1: yeah Jackie Christie. Jackie Christie looked like she take her clothes out the dirty clothes basket and put them back on. <laughs> like if she can't find that she want to wear, she just put on her dirty clothes.
0: Like, she put, she, like put on, like she, she put up, like, she, if she ain't got nothing else on. She'll go in the dirty clothes and put on the dress that got barbecue stains on it.
1: Yeah, she'll lick the shirt.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> and try to rub it out.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Fuck you, Jackie Christie.
0: But yeah, that was trash. I think that's when I cut the episode off because I'm like, we just come off a season with what with, with Jocelyn pulled that shit. And I'm like, nope.
1: Yeah. Nope. Her, even though her daughter is, um, her daughter, both her, both her daughters are grown, but with so, um,
0: it's not as bad, but it's still pretty gross.
1: What's What's so weird about that situation is both of Jackie Christie's daughters have alluded to Jackie being abusive and manipulative to the daughter in question, the, the daughter that we rarely see, because Chantel is the is the attractive daughter, but the other daughter, the one whose uh, child um, was injured at daycare and was like suffered burns and had to have plastic surgery, Evelyn donated um, the money the daughter set up a GoFundMe to help with the medical expenses. And I think Evelyn donated like three or $4,000. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Matt Barnes uh, donated the remaining three or $4,000 to help with the medical expenses. And Jackie got mad at Evelyn and said Evelyn was calling her an unfit mother and why would she do that and this, that, and the third. And here's the thing. This is what I'm going to assume about your GoFundMe. If you set it up to help you pay for medical expenses, I'm going to assume that you need help paying for medical expenses. I'm not going to poke and prod about why your mother is not doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G for you. If you have to go so far as to set up crowdfunding to help get medical expenses for your child, I'm going to assume you need it. And if I can help you, I'm going to fucking help you. End of discussion. That's what Evelyn did. That's what Matt Barnes did. Jackie took it, and ran with it. Notice, though, she only went off on this rampage with Evelyn. She did not have no smoke for Matt Barnes. She didn't have Doug getting all in Matt Barnes' face and shit. Mm. So, is how you know Jackie's just an old-ass weirdo, but her own daughter has said that she was not a good mother. Um, she definitely treated her and her prettier sister much, much differently, and she's definitely not grandmother of the year like she has tried to portray to the world which is why Jackie's daughter has a tell-all book about Jackie. Uh. Hello, how you a great mm. mother and your kids is writing tell-all books about your bullshit. Some like two, two wo- equal ha you right now.
0: <laughs> and the words of Carla Red, interesting, interesting.
1: It's very interesting. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's about all I had. Uh, I think, oh, and we saw uh, Michael Vick's wife on this episode. She is fucking gorgeous and thick as hell.
0: Yes. Yes, she is. Michael's Uh,
1: wife was on this episode and she did not at all seem to care about none of this drama. So next week will be interesting. So when we record for next week's episode, we should definitely have some good ratchet ramblings about basketball wives. Yes. So let's keep that. And let's put that on the calendar and put that in my notes for next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I think that um wraps up everything. Uh, this uh, <laughs> we just I'm gonna just say this real quick, and then we're gonna get out. Um, cause Candace wanted to play um uh, one one of this guy's songs for the intro, but uh, class, we only we have like classic gonna do like one one uh, song for like each episode. I mean, for each podcast for the intro, but Usher, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, fuck, Pastor,
1: listen. Your dick is dripping. Ecto cooler. What the fuck is going
0: on? Hey look, look, go to that look, go into that story about Tia Marie. Speaking of leaking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Usher. Nigga I know Usher's gonna just start meeting bitches like how much you charge for herpes.
0: For, like, like, at like, this, like at
1: this point, ten ten K at this point. Like
0: like li- listen, hey, listen. We listen, we here at the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast are uh, is not shaming anybody that may or may not have an a sexually transmitted disease or infection. <laughs> uh we we do not uh we do not shame, we understand the stigma uh around sex and diseases and all that good shit. We just shame Usher for being an nasty motherfucker that's spreading this shit and not telling no goddamn body like nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Hey,
1: listen, listen. I wanna somebody on my Facebook said. Uh, herpes don't kill you, so we should just not be acting like there's such a big deal. Listen to that, I say, bitch. A paper cut won't kill me, but that don't mean I want one. <laughs> I Let think me I tell saw you something. Leader. I, if you are fully aware of your sexual status and that you do have an STD or STI, I have a right to fucking know before I lay down with you. Especially yeah. diseases like uh, all diseases, but mostly like herpes and hiv and things like that that we we all know that with hiv it could be hiv could be dormant for years before it shows up in the test same thing with herpes the s uh the cdc doesn't mandate test std um, testing for herpes and also herpes can be hard to diagnose if there's no flare or no outbreak so i can't assume you have anything and condoms do not prevent the transmission of herpes. Let's get that out the way because a lot of people, why would you sleep with somebody unprotected and they have herpes and blah, blah, blah. You can have herpes. You can have a cut inside your mouth that nobody can see and you can transmit herpes through skin to skin contact. Right. So condom or no condom, if you are carrying an STD and you are aware of it, I have a fucking right to know. And if you don't tell me, I do have a right to sue you, and I damn sure have a right to pursue legal charges to be brought up with fucking against you. Because to me, that is you taking away somebody's decision to pick and choose whether they want to take that risk with you. Hell, you could probably usher is a usher is filthy rich, literally and figuratively, niggas filthy. And <laughs> rich. But you could, he could probably tell some of these women, and they would probably still engage with sex with him. They more than likely, though, would ask him to wear protection, and they probably would refuse to have oral sex, but maybe not, because we know what money does to people. So, like, you lying, and now it's costing you millions. Exactly. Whereas consent is free.
0: Exactly. Uh-oh. But yeah, Usher Usher is, is Usher's a nasty motherfucker, and I can't lie, some of his songs, I can't even listen to them hey, anymore. That bum-
1: hey, a bump. Hey, oh my god, was about a Herbie's flare-up. Hey, listen...
0: Man, look, you know who I blame though, like dead ass who I blame for all this shit? I blame Jermaine Dupree. Because I would I, listen, hear me out. I would listen, Jermaine Dupree is fucking trifling and ugly. And I will never, even though it's still my 1A, 1B, whichever day I feel like flip flopping between 8701 and Confessions, Confessions is a fucking classic, but I will never forgive Usher for giving us a classic based off the goddamn love life of a fucking charred Oompa Loompa and Jermaine Dupree. I will never forgive him for that shit. And I blame Jermaine Dupree because a nigga that ugly and trifling is bound to have some scumbag-ass tendencies that will rub off on whoever he around. And at that time, it was Usher and it rubbed off on him. And that's why I Usher out him being trifling as fuck. I blame Jermaine Dupree.
1: Also, Jermaine Dupree, his uh, teeth fucked up. So, I yeah. can't trust him. That nigga won't go to the dentist.
0: Right. Um, but yeah. So, I think that is um is a good way to close out the show. Um, we almost at the time of break, time of limit. Uh, so yeah, this has been the second episode of Ratchet Ramblings podcast. Um, be sure to follow the Twitter page um at Ratchet Ramblin. and uh, be sure to go to the website csbn.us and click the podcast tab and go to Ratchet Ramblings and catch up on the first episode and listen to this episode when it comes out. Um, like I said, share us, rate us, give us five stars on iTunes. Me and Candace will read them on the read them on the air. Um and we um love and thank you thank everybody that's supporting us on this this is, this is being fun and next week we will have a guest I don't we don't know who it's gonna be yet but um it'll be it'll probably be somebody familiar that y'all know but it'll be their first time on this podcast and um yeah so uh, Candace, any um church announcements anything you want to say before we go
1: good hey thanks for listening thanks for giving us a chance to bring some funny to you lighten up your day. Get you out of the downfalls and the pitfalls of adulting every day. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Intense Desire, and um, yeah, that's all I got until next week. Peace.
0: Yep, and um, follow me. Um, Y'all know where to find me. I'm at Black Dante. Um, Also check out um, check out and listen to um, Crown of Collars Um, and. Uh, interact with both shows and we out you and be a greater hoe, not a hater hoe and govern your wits accordingly and play me out classic